Have you noticed Jesus' miracle on uh, his first miracle mm-hmm. when he turned water into wine? Yeah. So, number one, when he was approached, mm-hmm. uh, it was obvious they wanted him to perform a miracle. Come rain, come sunshine, switch my heart and all you will find. It's love for you, all I got is love for you. Oh yeah, yeah. there's no lie I will hold you. You're welcome to Amazing Minds. If you're not following the podcast, you can... Catch the show every Monday and Friday right here on YouTube, Central African Time. And you can listen to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We'll put the links to all these platforms down in the uh, comment section, or is it description? Yes. And today we're doing a segment that is uh, close to my heart. If you know me, then you know that there's this side of me <laughs> that can get very biblical. And... We are calling this one Bible Talks. There's no one I would rather start this with. Um, my closest friend, my best friend, my lawyer, Bruce Hatimbola. You're welcome to the show. Thank you so much, uh, my brother. And I'm thankful that I could be invited for such a beautiful segment. No, it's it's not easy, but we are managing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, so do you remember where we started in terms of the Christian aspect of our friendship. So um, I'll first begin by saying most times as Christians, right? Yeah. We, we have these notions. No, I was born a Christian. I was uh, born in the church for some of us. Mm. Um, but I think there are specific times when you actually begin to have a special relationship with Christ. Yeah. You begin to experience him as an adult. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you are growing from being one who was just fed to now experiencing the Lord in word and in truth. And uh, for, for for me, it was at the point when we became friends. Um, mm-hmm. I think there, there are certain aspects of the gospel we began to debate or fight over. Mm, I remember they me. got quite uh intense we used to have like serious debates you know there was a period of time when we had just completed high completed high school because we're in high school together and we didn't have much to do so all we'll do is read the bible exactly so it was like a, a brand new school you know yeah <laughs> and yeah that was interesting so you would you would refer to those moments as Yes, because because those moments mm. helped me go back and uh, want to understand certain concepts better. You see what I mean? Would, for example, uh, since uh, the schools of thought might differ, mm. we would speak about tongues from different uh, theological. Yeah. That was a hot topic. Yes. Yeah. So you know, uh, after <laughs> arguing over it, <laughs> then you realize, okay, no, but but I think Dan had a point. Let mm. me see. Whether scripture really, you know, speaks to it. Speaking of speaking of tongues and the likes, now that you say that, Mm -hmm. is there any point 
during those times or during our friendship mm-hmm. leading up to now mm-hmm. where i've said something that has struck you about that particular subject well um i will be honest there there are quite a number of things but i will pick out the account where um i think there's 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 a, you brought to my realization and i went back to read that um during that period there were different number of tribes that had actually gathered yeah okay when when that manifestation of tongues by the apostles had happened so mm. honestly speaking i had not read that account so mm-hmm. i was speaking to you from um a, you know a congregational standpoint something i've heard my elders say something i've heard you you, you know what i mean so mm. we argued on the basis of what i thought at that point was true and not really what i knew was true but yeah, yeah that, that that and many other aspects led me to want to go and read the word for myself yeah okay by the way bruce is a seventh day adventist and he's an elder in the church i don't know whether he wanted me to mention that but he uh, has exhibited some leadership <laughs> enough to be an elder in the church for me the formative years of my uh, christian walk with god had a lot to do with my friendship with bruce and i remember one particular point where i think i told i told i told bruce this recently i was seated in the school chapel must have been in grade 10 and you know bruce loves to sing and even back then he used to sing a lot and there was this guy who came up to stage and began to sing a beautiful song do you remember the song um i think i do millions of stars yeah Yeah. so that that moment when he began to sing that song Mm -hmm. god suddenly became real now i had a very interesting relationship with god through my childhood i actually got saved when i was about 10 my dad led me to christ but the the realness of a relationship with god i think hit me in my uh, high school days and that particular point was uh, something I can remember. So one of my first steps was to go to Bruce mm-hmm. and tell him, I've noticed you can sing and you sing like that guy. Can you teach me more about uh, your kind of music? And I think that's where we kicked it off in terms of our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say coming up to this point, Jesus Christ means to you now as an adult? I, I know there's been very theoretical points of our yeah. relationships with with, our, with God mm. and there's been very practical points yeah. of our relationship with God. So, what for you would you describe as Jesus representation to you now? So first of all I'll begin by saying that um, Jesus is much more than anything I have ever read mm. or experienced and he keeps showing that each and every day. Um, the people I encounter the experiences he draws me in and out of, uh, the experiences that I draw myself into and he finds me. Um, there's so much that I could say, but I have begun to realize that it is true. He lives out of time. He's the one that built time. He is <laughs> a friend, mm. uh, you know, in, in a, a friend, a current friend, a past friend, and he will be there in the future. So he's such a marvel to me that um, I am asking myself, how many more ways can I learn more of him? And that's usually my prayer. Like, can I learn more of him? Mm-hmm. Whether it's in a corporate setting, 
but more specifically on an individual basis. Uh, yeah, I think in summary, that's what I can place to that question. Our recent conversations mm. have highlighted so much for me. Yeah. Just how moments in the past, you know, uh, someone mm. told me about, was asking me a question about deja vu. Like, mm-hmm. what does deja vu mean? Mm-hmm. Why is it that we can identify certain moments in our lives mm-hmm. where it feels like we've seen this before. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. we've been here. And it's more than just having seen it before. It's like, I've experienced this before. Mm -hmm. And those moments take me back Mm -hmm. to really sit down and think, did God speak to me about this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because for me, I interpreted deja vu that way. Like God picked a moment, he Mm -hmm. spoke to you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, man being a triune being, Mm -hmm. I know there's uh, some theological differences that mm-hmm. we, we may encounter at some point, but mm-hmm. a man being a triune being, mm-hmm. spirit, soul, and body, mm-hmm. there are ways that God communicates to our spirit mm-hmm. and our mind mm-hmm. has not yet caught on to it and we only see it once it happens. Mm-hmm. You understand, right? Yeah, yeah. So that aspect of God's involvement mm-hmm. in our lives, in our everyday lives, yeah. has really struck me. I think it's redefining who Jesus is for me. Yeah. I don't know whether you get those moments. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do. And um, like I have previously said, especially in our personal conversation, um, you begin to see Christ in almost everything that you do when you pay particular attention. Mm. Um, and his modes of communication, I want to believe for me and beginning to discover my Christian walk with him is really the people that I come in contact with. Yeah. Uh, I shared an experience with you where I entered an office at work and <laughs> this man stares right into my face and says, are you, are you a man of God? I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm one of your <laughs> colleagues here. I'm just, <laughs> I'm collecting. I mean, it was a Monday, you know, we had dressed up for the occasion. And uh, although that seemed like, you know, a, a joke or whatever it was, it, it kind of, synchronized into a serious moment for me because people are able to recognize certain things in you that you might not outrightly see. Yeah. You know what I mean? So whether it be in public or in private, that puts an onus on you to really be careful with how you handle yourself as a human being. And that's a mode of communication. You know, people talk about communication. Yeah. Communication is important in a relationship. (laughs) But I think we often mishandle our communication with God. And uh, I feel... Every person we encounter, depending on how God speaks to you, mm. has something uh, the Lord wants you to learn or, you know, see from them, from their life. Yeah. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. I think yeah. I've had those moments. Yeah. Um, not too long ago, I was in a barber shop. I mm. think that was 2021, mm. maybe. I mm. went into a barber shop and I met a, he's late now, but he yeah. was a, a musician, okay. well-known Zambian artist. Uh, so I sat next to him as I was waiting in line to to be attended to. And he was like, excuse me, young man. God is going to use you to teach people. Mm. You know, this is something I ordinarily wouldn't want to say on camera. Yeah. But that for me, mm-hmm. looking at where I was at the time, at the time <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it, I don't know. I think there's something that that does to you. When you realize that people are seeing something in you mm-hmm. that you in the moment are not seeing, especially when your life seems to be going in the opposite mm-hmm. direction. Mm-hmm. And identifying that communication mm-hmm. 
is really what makes God real to us yeah. knowing that yeah. oh in my everyday life god yeah. is actually involved he yeah. sees what goes on he has an opinion mm-hmm. and all that it, stuff it, because you see it's easy to read that faith is a substance of things not seen and whatnot but to be in the moment like you are saying mm. um and experience and begin to actually come from a place of nothing and go towards that thing which mm. the lord has set for you is i think that's the basis of christianity to experience the lord firsthand for yourself yeah, yeah, I like that to experience yeah. the Lord firsthand yeah. for yourself. Have you ever come across a scripture where God told Isaiah mm-hmm. to walk around to preach mm-hmm. naked for three years? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or where Ezekiel was told to eat uh, human fecal matter? Mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about experiencing the Lord for yourself, mm-hmm. uh, imagine in this day and age. Mm-hmm if Isaiah was a prophet, a well-known prophet, because in his day he was quite a well-known prophet. He used to go and speak to the king. Mm -hmm. So he would be someone that would be in a position of influence. He has access to either... Yeah. Yeah. Now, Exactly. Now imagine if he was moving around Lusaka naked for three Mm. years. What, just what people, would people say? And I think those, those are some of the things that, uh, if not read well, sometimes bring about a lot of uh, theological Debates. differences, one, and also points of um, interjection for those that do not believe in the Bible. Yeah. They, they, you bring in a lot of logic and reasoning, but mm. there's an aspect of life uh, that we must put into perspective that uh, even if we don't want, there's a lot that we do by faith. Mm. We, we presume our beds are safe every night you just jump on bed and sleep <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. a lot a lot that happens but when you begin to look at things logically actually life would be very boring if we were very logical about everything yeah imagine having to check every time i'm at the studs on my bed okay oh, oh yeah is there yeah, any broken yeah, yeah. plank I, I don't know if you get before you sit you say okay you, you know? am i sure the exactly mm. If we had to get into the car every time and worry, is every nut or boat okay? And I won't get on this public transport because it seems it's loose the way it's <laughs> like, you know what I mean. Have you been on buses where the doors, <laughs> the doors come out? <laughs> the, the bus defragments. You, you remind me of a bus. I, I, I really worried when I got on and I was a mm. bit late for work that day. Um, so... Right next to the driver, there was a tin full of water. (laughs) 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 Bro, I was worried (laughs) until I got over. What happened? (laughs) But imagine if we had to logically think out all these things. Yeah. If if we had to think every moment, like we were were actively present in every moment of life. Can you... can you just imagine? <laughs> yeah, it, it requires yeah. A, a good amount of faith yeah. to live yeah. life. So those are the aspects in the Bible that uh, are spoken of. And sometimes even when God does not mm. seem to make sense. You know, the Bible says in the book of Romans, himself, to yeah. every man, mm-hmm. he has given the measure of faith. Mm-hmm. So it's like every mm-hmm. man born into the, into the world yeah. is born with an equal amount of faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that it actually takes faith to believe Jesus Came. You you are given that foundation of faith, right? And it's even now up even to before you. you hear this, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that finance exactly. Yeah, they, so oh, you have the I foundation. Just say finance? You, oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's normal for you to bring work into this yeah. and hearing the word of God. So it's it's our obligation to build onto that. 
and that's how come you have men of great faith mm. <laughs> and others of not so great faith. Not so great faith. Yeah. There's a guy you used to call Oyi. <laughs> Oyi of little faith. Yeah. By the way, if you're not subscribed, please do hit the subscribe button, uh, hit the notification bell so you can be notified whenever we upload content. Mondays and Fridays, you can catch the show right here on YouTube, uh, 12 hours Central African time, and you can listen to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Why you listen to audio is a mystery to me. Yes, so there is. <laughs> what was his name? The guy used to go. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. Would it be safe to? Uh, oh, it oh on, no, uh, on live. Media. No, no. But he knows himself. But he might see this. And I think he's buff now. Oh yeah, we might get him to travel. Yeah, mm. he's uh, been doing some work in the gym. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, God being real. I don't know what you guys think. You can share it in the comment section. Is God real to you and just what defines reality mm-hmm. in your relationship with God? Mm-hmm. Is it the fact that you hear him when he speaks? Is it mm-hmm. the fact that you see him when you wake up? Uh, do you commune with angels every now and then? And how much of God's supernatural nature are you experiencing mm-hmm. or believing in? Because the mm-hmm. Bible says God is a spirit mm-hmm. and... Uh, we should worship in spirit and in truth. So yeah. let us know what you think in the comment section. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, speaking of which, mm-hmm. what exactly would you define in this moment as that supernatural aspect of God that you're experiencing? Well, um, it might not seem... It doesn't have to be mystical. Yeah, or, it's it's, it's mm. not mystical, really. It's uh, something that we... Or experience, but when you think about it, it's uh, supernatural in one way. Mm. The Lord's provision. Um, you know, growing up, we had this large dependency on our parents. Um, and by parents, I mean guardians, anyone that oversaw your well-being uh, yeah. as a child. And the older I grow, the more I begin to relate with the struggles they had to provide for me. And uh, the ability, despite everything that's happening, to still have a meal a day, mm. you know what I mean? And mm. um, still be able to face the day, still be able to work, still have the privilege to sit down and actually do work. That, for me, I will not lie to you, is a miracle because um, I think... You know, like Paul says, I was young, right? Yeah. I, I, I used to feed on milk and what, and now you're starting to graduate to feed on the hard stuff. And I think that's the phase I'm at, looking at how my guardians, my parents were a provider in a sense. And now I'm seeing <laughs> above me, the only de- sort of dependency I have is God. Of course, I have friends, you know, I have a part. Mm. I, I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. The fact that your survival... Carry depends on you way. exactly it depends on you. your survival depends on you and yeah. there was a point in your life where it didn't seem like it would no. ever come no. to that place exactly so for yeah. me i think that's one of the largest miracles and even just the transformation we, we take it for granted from being you know someone who is unable to 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 walk mm. you crawl you walk from walking you talk from talking you run mm. you know that transformation yeah, and when you reach a certain point and look back, really, um, you can almost 
hear words ringing in your mind you would not have been here you shouldn't have been here you know what i mean yeah and that's, that's miraculous <laughs> what yeah. do they call it imposter syndrome they have given it a name okay but it's i would like to look at it as the realization of a supernatural involvement in your mm-hmm. life yeah. you know where you <laughs> you understand yeah. that yeah i'm not able to do this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like wait how am i living in this house yeah and how do i have this mm-hmm. wait my lights are on I'm driving. Mm. Wow. And you can you as a human being understand just how fragile you are. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of something. You know, each time Jesus would preach, not mm-hmm. each time but there were times where Jesus would preach and he would mm-hmm. say some really hard words. Mm-hmm. And the Bible would say and after this they sought to kill him, mm-hmm. but they could not. Mm-hmm. Because, was because not his, his time, time yes. Yeah, his time and <clears throat> it 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 makes you realize that oh Jesus was eventually killed mm-hmm. but he raised himself from the mm-hmm. dead and that shows you that there is a vulnerability mm-hmm. that in the midst of people he was he could have mm-hmm. but there were times when that vulnerability just couldn't mm-hmm. you know expose expose him to danger mm-hmm. because there is a supernatural hand that yeah. comes into your life yeah. and realizing those moments is also a sign of spiritual maturity yeah yeah yes. it, it reminds me of the scripture that says why should you die before your time i think yeah. it must be in the book of proverbs um, that brings a lot of um understanding into the aspect of time and uh, your personal relationship with god christianity mm. um there are a lot of arguments around you know does what we do is it you know is it predetermined is it you know that all those things mm. but i'm beginning to learn in life that when you live a life with christ there is there are seasons you will go through yeah <clears throat> there are moments that you will go through but thank god that they are determined by him yeah you, you get what i mean yeah the time when the time meets chance all these you, you you know what i mean and that's why i i mentioned that at the beginning that i'm lucky now to begin to understand that we have we have a god who actually lives outside time he made time you get what I mean? Yeah. It's Steve Jobs and the iPhone. Steve <laughs> Jobs is the guy who made the iPhone. You know what I mean? Mm, he is mm. more than the iPhone because he understands the concepts behind, you know, mm. he understands the packaging and that's God. God made us. He made these principles, these laws, this everything and he operates outside them. But mm. sometimes <laughs> just to make you and I uh, understand certain things, he actually, you know, synchronizes into this, like him coming to die for us. He mm. comes mm. within the space of time and mm. begins to, you know, live the life and just, you know, exemplify that he's possible within the human uh, form to actually overcome certain things. So it's, it's, yeah. it's, humbling. Mm. it's humbling. You know, speaking of time, just lastly, before we call it a day. Yeah. Have you noticed Jesus miracle on uh, his first miracle mm-hmm. when he turned water into wine? Yeah. So, number 1, when he was approached, mm-hmm. uh, it was obvious they wanted him to perform a miracle mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. G- Mary knew certain things about Jesus. Yeah. From the time he was before he yeah. was born yeah. an angel appeared and she knew him. Yes, she Even knew there's there's Yes, there's yeah. something about him. Yeah. And um uh, you know, she came to him because she was the matron at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Jesus, uh, uh, wine has finished. And one of the first things he said was, mm-hmm. woman, my time has not <laughs> come. Not come yeah. But Mary's response was, ah, do whatever he tells you. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she exhibited faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, that firstly shows us that faith can override, override time. Mm-hmm. Like something that should have happened yeah. 10 years from now. Yeah. 
yeah. your faith can bring it mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. secondly at the end of his miracle mm-hmm. the governor of the feast mm-hmm. tasted the wine yeah <laughs> and was like oh yeah. most people serve the best wine at the at beginning the and when people are drunk yeah. uh, they serve the poor wine mm-hmm. but you have brought to us the best wine at the end mm-hmm. wine is only um wine gets its quality by mm. time yeah yeah so jesus miracle was showing i am lord over time and he compressed time compressed. yes and yeah. so it, it it shows us even his godliness mm. in mm. some of his actions that mm. wait i came from outside of time yeah. and i'm coming into time and yeah. i think that can be a very supernatural as you're saying if we really measured mm-hmm. our own dependency on ourselves mm. Give me at least 300 years yeah. for me to really mm. settle into mm. life, understand mm. it, and be yeah. successful. Yeah. But the fact that we're able to do it in a space of yeah. 30 years. It's and a miracle, really. Yeah. It's a miracle it, for us to be able to comprehend, yeah. uh, for us to be able to execute. It's, exactly. It's a whole miracle. And uh, I think um, whilst I know it's, uh, it's actually true that faith moves mountains mm. practically and uh, theoretically. Yes. Um, I, I will say that um, there are many mountains that even your faith has moved. Mm. I don't know if you get what I mean. Now, theoretically mm, speaking, mm, there's mm. many mountains. If you look back to your life, yeah, and I think that's why there is no greater testimony than one's relationship with God. Someone can argue with you that uh, the wine which was turned at the wedding was alcoholic or non-alcoholic, but someone won't argue to say he set me free from an addiction. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Yes. A man a man with yeah. a theor- a man with an experience is never at the mercy no. of a man with an no, argument. No, no, no. I I will not sit down and uh, debate with you whether Jesus saves or not. Yes. Because I know You've what he has done it. in my own personal life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know like the yeah. arguments yeah. not worth going into because I mean I know uh, in whom I've believed. <laughs> like one of my uh, greatest writers have said, yeah. Uh, we are going to get more into his greatest writers <laughs> in one of the future Bible talks. But for now, we are calling it a day. If you're not subscribed, please do subscribe, hit the notification bell, and share. Get this word spreading, you know. Mm-hmm. Bruce, thank you for allowing us to start this finally i appreciate it um it's an honor to be on the show yeah and uh we'll be back here with bruce for the next bible talk soon for now peace later hey like what you see i know you do hit the button below to subscribe and don't forget to hit the notification bell ciao